Whether you win a car, room, office, or toes, my ring in the morning got the talk all the news. Let's get it, man. Glad to be back. Dishwah had a nice little birthday bye week last week, but we are in full effect. Got us off a W playoff time now. Locked in the four seed. Uh, unfortunately, I have to play one of the other best teams in the league. Was hoping yeah. to get that three seed and get a little bit of an easier matchup. But, hey, it's do or die time. It's playoff time. You want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So, yeah, get it. You got to play them eventually anyway, right? So, you know, exactly. it's, the name of the game is just getting there. We got there. My game, just like you, predicted to play one of the better teams. Uh, right now, it's projections are not it. 50-50, 133 to 133. Going to be great. I'm so geeked. Let's get into it, though. Injury reports. Breaking news. Bad. Yeah, D-Hop out for the year. A uh, lot of playoff teams probably hurting for that. Uh, hopefully you had a buy. You got Christian Kirk or some other good receivers because that's tough. It also probably boosts Kyler's stock down a little bit. Yeah, definitely boost Kyler's stock down a little bit. Not too much, but you love James Conner's stock now. Definitely think they'll probably run more. If but he's healthy. He got injured yeah, that if, last play. He did get so. injured last play. If he's healthy, you got to love it. And then A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, and Rondell Moore could honestly see a lot more targets um, because he'll be yeah. a lot more in that slot because they might move Kirk out wide now. I think Rondell Moore is actually a sneaky pickup who's probably actually available in most leagues. I assume A.J. Green's rostered. I think he is for a reason, though. Uh, Rondell Moore's average, like, yards per target is, like, 1.26 yards. Yeah, so, like, it's not, not good. He's not getting down the field. Uh, he is going to get some more opportunities, so that's what you need. But it's boomer bust, so you know if you're going to yeah. play him, you're hoping for a big game, but don't be surprised if you get it done. Yeah, more injuries we got. We got uh, Aaron Jones questionable along Josh with Allen. Darren Waller, Josh Lamar Allen, L. Jack, Jalen Hurts. Swift maybe coming back. Man, I don't know. It's, 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 it's tough. You throw COVID in there? Man. Whole teams are losing. Rams have shut down their facilities. Browns. Bears had like 12. Browns had like 12 guys. Not ideal for week 15 in playoffs, but no. that means you got to look at some 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 newcomers. You need some new guys to pick up the slack and carry it for you. And how about Rashad Penny? I mean, I know it was against the Houston Texans, but that's finally the first round pick that Seattle was hoping they, they got when they drafted him a few years ago. Yeah, I don't know who's happier, the Seattle Seahawks owners or the fantasy owners. Both of us have been waiting for this Rashad Penny to break out. We knew we ha he had an in him, and it was exceptional to see this game. If you're a Rashad Penny owner, I was in the beginning of the season, but I gave up hope. One league, I kept him in, and I think that he's honestly a possible play now. Playing the Rams, so, you know, uh, it's going to be tough. tough. But we did just see James Conner run all over him a little bit. They were a little more susceptible to the pass. I am a little worried, though, because we know Seattle is known to give up sacks, and yeah. their O-line isn't the best. Uh, Russell's going to be running for his life for sure. And you said it. They played the Houston Texans, so let's not get too excited. It's going to be a whole almost level up when you go play the Rams next week. But fantastic game. I love what I saw from him. AK to God is back. Alvin Kamara had himself a day for the New Orleans Saints. I love what he did out there. I know Taysom Hill did as well. Yeah, similar to the Rashad Penny. I mean, AK is a completely different player, but he played the Jets, and now he has to go play the best run defense <laughs> in the league in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Sunday yeah. night. Now, they are able to use AK in the passing game a lot more, but I do think that's limited with Taysom Hill. So if the Bucs sell out to stop the run and say, hey, Taysom, you got to beat us with your arm, I don't know how much AK is going to be a factor. You still got to play him, but. I say it's ooh, tough because you still must play him. 
Um, I, like I also, my boy JT. I was going to say your boy JT is tough matchup, but you got to play him against New England. Yeah. I also love what I saw finally from another receiver in Green Bay. What's up, Alan Lazard, Iowa State Cyclone grad? Yeah, I definitely like to see that. And with, you know, Randall Cobb out for a couple more games, yeah. Lazard's going to be a more part of that offense. He's not the deep vertical threat that Marquise Valdez-Scantling is, but that's not what you need him for. You need him to catch the six balls for 70 yards. If he finds yeah. a touchdown, that's even better, right? And we know Rodgers is playing about as well as he has in his whole <laughs> career. So you got to feel pretty good if you're starting a part of that Green Bay offense. A hundred percent. And I me mean, speaking of six yard, six catches, 70 plus yards, I got to talk about a guy who we noted a couple of weeks ago could see an upgrade in uh, stock, but has now become a wide receiver one in almost every league. Hunter Renfro with the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, my goodness. The guy has been incredible. Yeah. A hundred percent a PPR wide receiver one. Even standard scoring, he's yeah. starting. His floor is so good. I mean, I don't understand. I know we, we talked about it possible. Like, hey, guys, pick him up after the rug incident. Now he's a must start. Uh, yeah. If you didn't pick him up, you missed you're, out you're on a receiver. Because he can change a, a fantasy team right now. I mean, think about if you would have drafted, if you picked up Hunter Renfro, and now you just lost D. Hopkins. Oh, I saw I saw a stat. You know? He has more PPR points than like DK Metcalf, CD Lamb, these really big name wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, and it's just Hunter Renfro. You know, we saw him at Clemson just kind of running these short routes, third and Renfro is what they call him. But he's a, <laughs> he's a guy you start in fantasy 100% with confidence. 100%. You got to talk about our running backs that have been so consistent for us all season, much of the same. Lenny Fortud. <laughs> Lenny Fournette is, I mean, this is what the Jaguars were hoping they got when they drafted him, you know, over <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara. The list goes on for that. The list goes on. Class. But he's finally showing why he was so good at LSU and why he was so, you know, highly ranked coming out of college. Now you know? he has a quarterback or some receivers and not 10 guys in the box. He's it got definitely takes a little pressure operate. off when you got the, the greatest of all time standing next to you. You got to yeah. respect him because he's playing, again, just about as good as he has in his whole career. Uh, MVP frontrunner, Tom Brady. Got to give him a shout out. Chris Godwin's played got great. Uh, Antonio Brown probably not coming back. We don't know that situation's a little murky there. Mike yeah. Evans still doing Mike Evans things. And how about Rob Gronkowski? He looks Sick. like prime Gronk. Prime Gronk, I'm pissed because he's beat me <laughs> in so many fantasy leagues late this season, just ruining me. I, I, I can't stand it. I, I, I wish he would retire again. Not a fan of Gronk this season, but <laughs> guys that have um, had a little flash of greatness lately. I really want to see if, if we're all in on these guys. I want to start off with the uh, L.A. Rams flex receiver Van Jefferson. Uh, four to five straight weeks at eight to seven targets a game. Of course, last week he didn't get it, but three straight weeks with a touchdown. I, I think Van Jefferson could be a flex play now. Yeah, shout out uh, Berkshire Middle School, you know, right. you're younger than me while his dad was the receivers coach in Detroit. Uh, when Robert Woods went down, we kind of brought him up like, hey, watch out for Van Jefferson. You know, he's in the offense. He's got to kind of step up now. Uh, but it was the same time that Odell was coming in. So it was a yeah, little so unclear really know. what was going to happen. They wanted to get Odell involved and Odell's looked great. He scored in three straight games. Uh, unfortunately, he does have COVID now. So if he doesn't play, Van Jefferson's a must start. He's a must-start. You hit it, hit the nail on the head. I love the uh, what you've seen out of Van. He just seems like, a, besides Cooper Cup, he's always open for Matt Stafford. He's a guy that's working the middle of the field. I love what I'm seeing from him. And um, T. Higgins, another consistent week. He's been so good, man. I mean, you really think, okay, Jamar Chase is catching all the touchdowns, but 
T Higgins is getting you the production and yeah. for fantasy purposes, T Higgins is a really good wide receiver. He's probably right on that Jamar chase tier. I don't think he mm-hmm. has the boom potential that Jamar chase has because there's so many mouths to feed and they're running the ball so well, but you got to feel good about T Higgins because Joe Burrow's playing so well. I agree. I agree. He's been playing nice and Jamar chase is still Jamar chase. I don't think you have any fears there. Yeah. Um, that Denver backfield, what are you seeing over there? Man, they look scary. I mean, we saw the Javante Williams kind of breakout game when uh, Melvin Gordon couldn't play. And then last week, uh, they both played great, playing the Lions. So, yeah, pump the brakes a little bit. But, hey, Melvin Gordon has been fantastic all year. I'm he scored about seven it. touchdowns in, like, seven straight years or something. He joined some elite company. Mm-hmm. Javante Williams getting more involved. It's tough because, you know, they're sharing carries, but – they're both getting enough work where you feel okay starting them. Yeah, Sam Nathan drafted uh, Melvin Gordon, and our entire league clowned him. Like, you're insane for drafting Melvin Gordon. And the guy has had a hell of a year, been extremely productive. Absolutely. And he's, he's a must-start, even with Javante Williams being as good as he is. Melvin's still getting his production, and I love what I'm seeing. Yeah, it's unfortunate because the receivers in Denver have been I boom. Yeah, I, I saw mean, a Corey Sutton, Sutton got cut in my league. Yeah. He got caught in my league as well. Yeah, and I just... traded him for Keenan Allen. So it's made out like a fat cat. <laughs> Absolutely. So that was a big one. What about uh, your boy Clyde Edwards? He uh I mean he had a touchdown. He didn't look great, but he got enough work. He got the red zone carry. Uh Darrell Williams obviously still a part of that Chiefs offense. Yeah. But you gotta feel pretty good about where Clyde's at right now, especially with that Chiefs offense kind of humming. Yeah, you like where he's at. It's definitely risky in the playoff times right now where he... The volume is the concern you see out of Clyde Edwards based on other running backs who may get the 18 to 20 carries with less production. Mm-hmm. Him getting 50% of the snaps, 10 to 13 carries, that does kind of scare you, but he is an end zone magnet when he's healthy. So I think you may have to take the risk at the flex spot. I'm just not sure if he's the running back two that you thought he was going to be coming into the season, though. Right. And then we finally got a little life from Saquon Barkley. Finally, it's, it's not much to the cheer about over there in New York at all from either team. Well, Mike um, Glennon's your starter is pretty tough. You know, but Saquon finally had a good game, and I hope he slows down as I have him this week in my fancy matchup. So I'm playing against him too. So yeah, feel free to take a chill pill and go back Micah to Micah Parsons. Hopefully, you follow him everywhere he goes because <laughs> Micah Parsons right now is, in my mind, defensive player of the year, and he has that Dallas defense, uh, you know, at the tops of the league. Top of the league, and. Weird thing I want to talk about with the waiver wire pickups. I don't talk about it much, but defense and kickers are key when it becomes playoff time. These are one point, two point decision games. And there are some defenses that I think should be targeted based on matchups this week. I just found myself picking up the Philadelphia Eagles despite tough week. They got the Washington Redskins or football team this week. Yeah, no, I like the Eagles matchups coming up. I picked up the 49ers uh, in my league. They play Atlanta. I think they play like Houston or someone next week. So yeah. I like the schedule. So if you haven't had the chance to to pick up a defense or kind of look for the look forward the to weeks, that next week too. Yeah, definitely need to. I got a question because I got Tyler Bass. I'm a little worried about the Buffalo weather. He's been consistent, but I don't know because they do play some bad teams. So you got to think they're going to score points, but they play like three games at home. So that's my only concern right now. Yeah, I saw two of the next three at home. This week at home against Carolina, I saw a lot of wind on the schedule. 
I got lucky and found Nick Folk on the somehow on the waiver wire because he's That's someone was scared of the questionable tag he's had all season, oh and I, so I got lucky and picked up Nick Folk. But I agree, I, I'm going to bench um, Tyler Bass until next week when he's at uh, on the road, but in the dome. I'll, I'll start yeah. him again next week, but. I, that's a big thing to look at is these winter games, these Bills receivers, Bills kickers. Honestly, the Bills defenses might get cold up there and could be a ground and pound type of game. Yeah, like we said, luckily they do have a softer schedule than yeah. what they have had, and they have to win right now. We finally got a little bit of a light from them at the end of the Buccaneers game where they almost won. They almost, you know, they should have won. Yeah, should have um, won. But, yeah, hopefully the Bills kind of turn it on a little bit. I think I might ride with my guy Tyler Bass. I don't love the options uh, on the wire right now, and I do think the Bills are going to be able to score against Carolina. But definitely going to keep an eye on that weather yeah. in there because if we get another, you know, 40 like we got the, win. the Patriots That's game, I can't, I can't do that. Yeah, that was, almost, that was upsetting. You can't start that shit again. One more guy I got to talk to you about who I started last week, got lucky with a nice little bomb, K.J. Osborne. If Thielen doesn't play – you riding out KJ Osborne again? Yeah, number one on the waiver wire target list. I think Osborne's a start. Sad, I want to even say with Thielen healthy, he's a start, but that's it's a little stretchy. But no it's Thielen, they, 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 only, they only really played two receivers. Yep. Um, and I know D.D. Westbrook's out. So if Thielen doesn't play, it's going to be Jefferson and Osborne all game. All game. And you got to like Osborne. He's been he's, – he's had some signs of greatness this week. Um, mm-hmm. so I think he's a he's a solid play, but you are on the more of the boomer bus. Um, yeah. A waiver wire pickup that has a solid floor is a guy like Russell Gage for the Atlanta Falcons. Finally, oh, yeah. Atlanta has a receiver catching some passes. Yeah, he's really stepped up in the absence of Ridley. We don't know if Ridley's coming back or not. It doesn't yeah. sound like he will, uh, even though Atlanta is kind of in the playoff hunt right now. That <laughs> NFC is wide open. Uh, I think the football team is in the six or seven seed. Mm-hmm. The Niners are right there. Like nine wins might get you in the playoffs. And Atlanta still got Detroit coming up. So I don't know if that's going to factor into Ridley's um, availability. If he's thinking like, okay, I need to come back and help my team a little bit. Or if he's still struggling with some stuff. So just keep an eye on that. But I like yeah. Russell Gage. I think he's been really solid. I agree. And Philadelphia off of a bye week. How do you feel about a guy like Boston Scott? They've shown a lot of favoritism to him over this last few weeks. Yeah, he definitely gets the, the goal line carries, which is what you like to see. I think the question mark there is, is Jalen Hurts starting or is Minshew starting? Because they're able to do so much more on the ground when they have Jalen Hurts. Minshew's a good passer, so they're going to be able to stretch the field out a little bit more, get Goddard, get Devontae Smith involved. And with Miles Sanders healthy, it's a little tough to start. It's tough Boston to Scott. start Boston. Um, but Miles hasn't scored all year. <laughs> so I don't know if you're starting Miles Sanders either. Maybe just a backfield you avoid. You avoid. It's, it's tough. It could be a backfield you avoid. It is leaning like Jalen Hurst is going to play off the bye week. Um, he said he'll be out there, but, you know, always comes down to the coach. Your players always say they're going to play. Um, so yeah. we're kind of interested to see how that goes. Last player I want to talk about, another receiver with uh, some possibilities here, Ross St. Brown, Armand, Ooh. my dude out of Detroit. Do you? Do He's you been good. Him? But can you trust it? I think the floor is there enough. Uh, if Hawkinson doesn't play, I mean, he's going to be involved. Yeah, I don't think Arizona is like, you know, locked down where you're not going to be able to catch any balls. So he's going to get the looks, uh, especially if Swift doesn't play again. Like, you know, th- it's tough to start players on bad teams. Yeah. I try to avoid <laughs> that. But sometimes you can muck it up a little bit and, and roll out a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown who's going to get five to ten targets. He's going to get five to ten catches. 
it's going to be interesting, guys. I hope you guys hit the waiver wires hard this week. Look at those defensive matchups. And uh, like I said, a lot of receivers hurt right now and a lot of people questionable. So check your lineups. You will, you do not want to be that guy who forgot to play a player like Dobbin Cook last week because you didn't check your lineup in the morning to see that he was active. And don't forget, we got Saturday games. Saturday games. So watch so make out. Sure you're staying on be on the lookout. We start off tomorrow with the Chargers and the Chiefs. So some great Thursday night football good action. Good old-fashioned green light game. Curious, yeah. though. On the Chargers' second receiver, you don't know if you're going to get Mike Williams this week. Um, you don't know if you're going to get Keenan Allen this week. I think he Activated. is going to be active. Yes. Um, so Eckler's questionable, but it looks like he's going to play. He practiced today. Yeah. Uh, the one question mark is Chris Jones is out for the Chiefs on defense. So we don't know if that's going to open up some running lanes for the Chargers. However, their uh, great rookie, Rashawn Slater, left tackle is out. So that could open up some things for Frank Clark to get to Justin Herbert and make him uncomfortable. So are you starting a guy like Mike Williams playoff time? He's had a decent week last week, but there was no Keenan Allen. Now no you got Keenan, Keenan Allen. Allen back. Guyton has had two to back-to-back scary weeks of 15-plus fantasy points and a touchdown. How There's a lot going on there in LAC. Oh, yeah. That touchdown was oh – my God. Oh, my God. He took a hit, too, and just put it 68 yards on the money. On the money, dude. I don't know. Mike Williams is a guy where – if you feel confident in his boomer bust ability, you roll him out as your wide receiver two or three. Uh, if you have other guys where you think there's a safer floor, I'd probably go that route because this is playoff time. It is make or break. And a guy like Mike Williams that is going to get you maybe two points, maybe 20 points. Yeah. You get two points, you're losing that matchup. And that sounds weird to say, but on Thursday, for me, something about it means so much more of those two points. Like to go into Saturday and Sunday – with the receiver that I played that got me two fantasy points, for some reason, hurt so much more than a guy getting me two points on Sunday. It doesn't make any sense, but I swear it hurts more. Yeah, I think you feel it's not good for the morale. Better, even if he goes off on your bench, because it is a Thursday night. So you're not yeah. feeling like, oh, I shouldn't have benched this guy. You still got your whole week ahead of you. Got a whole week ahead of me. I um, agree. But that's going to be a tough decision for some Mike Williams owners. It's going to be very tough. Good luck. But I'm loving the plays in the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, if you got a running Kelsey. back three or flex spot, you're, you're going to play uh, Clyde and hopefully Kelsey's healthy. If he's healthy, you're playing and you can't. Bench I know, him. but he just hasn't looked great the last couple of weeks. He um, hasn't at all, but, but Travis Travis Kelsey, Kelsey. You, know, exactly. you, you drafted him in the second round or the first for this reason. As you told me last week, play your guys, play your money, but you play your studs. Absolutely. Play Tyree kill. Don't worry about those guys. Nope. Now, Saturday night Saturday, football. I love this night game, but let's talk about Raiders Browns first. COVID Central. Hopefully, if the game gets canceled, sorry, fantasy owners, it doesn't look like there's going to be some remake for you. So hopefully the game doesn't get canceled. Yeah, they could push it. We saw some games get pushed to like Tuesday yeah. uh, last year. That's something they could do. Stefanski out, probably. Baker out. Jarvis Landry out. Cream Hunt got injured. So it seems like it's going to be the Nick Chubb show. And uh, Josh Jacobs show. Yeah, just play the running backs. I mean, if you got backs. all these quarterbacks hurt, you play them. Uh, Carr's healthy, so Renfo's definitely a start. And those are the three guys I like in that matchup, you know. Waller, um, if, he, if he plays, but um, we'll see. I don't know if he practiced today or not. He didn't practice on Tuesday. So just keep an eye on that, especially, like we said, Saturday game. It's something you got to monitor. You don't want to leave him in your lineup or leave a Foster Moreau in your lineup, and then he gives you a dud. Because you decided to go out and get shit-faced too early, and you didn't check your damn lineup. <laughs> don't do that. And then the next Saturday game could be a – Whatever. You don't know. It could be a great game or it could be a nasty Bill Belichick game that he likes and they win in some field goals. 
you got the New England Patriots and New, uh, Indianapolis Colts. It is in a dome. Um, AFC so I love implications, the big playoff play. implications here. This is uh, big. I think, I think this is a game where you don't know if it's going to be high scoring or not. We're guessing no because both defenses yeah. are pretty good. On the Patriots side, I don't even know who you're starting. I'm not touching no this. One. Probably no one. I think the only play, only play in this entire game I like is Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Uh, Mac Jones in the two quarterback league has been getting it done for you. Besides the 45 mile an hour win besides game, besides the three um, pass <laughs> yeah. Besides that game, he's been decent for you in a two back, two quarterback leagues. But Jonathan Taylor is my only safe, confident play, and even you he worried. would disappoint you. Yeah, absolutely, but. You're not going to bench Jonathan Taylor. He's right, no. running back one. Are you worried about a guy like Michael Pittman who's going to probably have J.C. Jackson on him? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not starting those receivers in this game. I just, for some reason, I have a feeling that Bill Bill's going to make it as nasty and ugly and as slow as possible. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we get like a 15 to 9 game, just something Absolutely. from the Patriots. Yeah, I think I think Bill's going to obviously, we know he likes to take out their best player. So I think he's going to try to make Carson beat him in the air and, we don't know what Carson we're going to get, so <laughs> yeah. be, be cautious. Ooh, one o'clock Sunday, got a little divisional play, a little division matchup a lot of here. Cowboys and the New York football team. I love all the plays on Dallas here. Um, C.D. Lamb, despite this off week, I'm still playing him with all confidence this week. Cooper, uh, finally. Gallup, me. even Cooper, I think, are both plays again. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm a little worried if I have Zeke, though. So. Yeah, Tony, no Tony Pollard. No Tony, though. So you think Zeke's good? Well, last week there was no Tony. And Corey Clement, shout out Wisconsin, out-touched Zeke. So, Jerry, Jerry said we're playing for the next playoffs. We're playing for the playoffs. Honestly, playoffs. I'm guessing if you had Zeke, you might not be in the playoffs anyway. Yeah. Uh, just because that's kind of the season that he's had. It's been very up and down, very inconsistent. Again, you're playing your studs. You're playing Zeke just because of the name. But it's scary because the volume's just not there right now. And he's clearly hurt. In New York, I'm not touching the single player, single player besides Saquon, yeah. Sterling Shepard. You piss me off enough with your questionable tags every week. I'm not messing with you. No, nope, Houston and it. Jags. Don't be fooled by this defensive matchup request on your fantasy league. Don't touch either of those defenses because you don't know how the hell this game is going to go. I, besides James Robinson, I don't know if you're touching any of the offenses. Yeah, I'm letting this sit. I'm letting this sit. I'm not this liking this ugly. game. This could be like a 34-31 game that's like high scoring, no defense. But I still, fantasy-wise, you don't feel confident starting Uh-oh. anyone on Houston. And nope. even James Robinson got like .4. Like, he it's was a not shit good show over there. Yeah. Urban Meyer is kicking his kickers, <laughs> um, calling everyone losers. So that's a, that's a tough Stay away. To be in. Yeah, stay off of that game, guys, for real. Titans traveling to Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh needs it. A must-win game for the Steelers. Fantasy-wise, you don't love the fantasy matchups here. I mean, the return of Julio Jones as he led the men with targets, gave you 56 yards. So Damn. he hasn't been exceptional as you thought. The tight the, backfield. The running back, they're splitting carries. Hiller did not have a rebound second great game like he did the first one. has been okay. Yeah. Yeah, this is tough. I mean, I love Najee Harris. I love Deontay Johnson and uh, Claypool. Boomer uh, Claypool's been flex. okay. Uh, I'm a little concerned after his shenanigans that happened on Thursday night. Uh, Tomlin could just easily bench him. Again. You know, but I also think Tomlin could be like, you get out there and you produce, and he could have a huge game. So Claypool is a guy kind of like Mike Williams where you know what you're getting when you put him in your lineup. It's boom or bust. How about Muth? 
How about your boy Pat? I think the targets are low. Targets yeah, are low, so it kind of scares you, but the guy's been fine in the end zone. Yeah, I think you're probably riding with, with your boy Muth because he's been carrying you for the past yeah. couple of weeks. Big Ben likes to throw to him. Uh, reports out of Pittsburgh is that they might go a little bit more up-tempo, a little no-huddle, uh, yep. which would be good for, for, for my boy Najee. I'd like to see that. Jets and the Dolphins. I love the Dolphins in this one, but they have no running backs. I think Ahmed, Gaskin, and Philip Lindsay are all out with all of them are out with COVID. Yeah, this so, is not this is not a game you love on fantasy. I mean, if Michael, Michael Carter is going to be back. healthy, yeah. then you play him. After that, Elijah Moore is done, so you you can't go that route. Um, yeah, there's really not many options here in this game. This could be a not lot the like the Jets. Houston you're playing you're playing Waddle. Uh, I think Waddle's gonna have a big game, and Tua might be like a Gasecki possibly. Could be a I don't play. know. Yeah, he's hurt I'm you a couple of times this season. Um, he's been a guy who's gotten the targets, but the yardage hasn't been there sometimes. So just depends on what Miami team you get. You know, you could have if you got a, if you got Pat, you got Muth, and you got Gasecki. That was my question. What do you think? Which I have. I, I'm leaning more, I think, towards Muth because of the touchdown comfortability that I have there. Yeah, I would probably say so. But Gasecki, hey, he's one big play waiting to happen. Um, so he could definitely take one. You know. 50 yards to the house like we've seen before. The way I look the at one, it, Friermuth won't probably lose you a fantasy game. Right. He could. He probably won't win you one either, but he probably won't lose you one. Gasecki could, could either, either win way. or yeah. lose you a fantasy game with a effing goose egg or 15, 16 fantasy points in the tight end spot and you love him. The one problem I have with Gasecki, and this is so stupid, it has nothing to do with fantasy, but <laughs> Matt Collins wears 86. And every time he catches every the ball, time. I think it's 88, and I think it's Kaseki, and it throws me off. Rizzo does every time. Like a second like, for oh, a touchdown. Nah, it was not him. It was Matt Collins. Can't stand like, come on, it. Come on, come on, guys. Someone's <laughs> got to change their number. Washington football team and the Philadelphia Eagles. I like oh, – this is another tough one. I mean, I do like Jalen Hurts. We don't, we don't Hurts. know what Heine, we don't I know think what Hurts is back. Terry's status is. Uh, so that's yeah. a little questionable. Washington's a team like Gibson didn't look great last week. If he but plays, you gotta play him. You're playing him. Uh, but Washington, if no Terry, you're only starting Gibson, really. Yeah, I, I'm not trusting the any Curtis of the receivers. Samuel, I'm not yeah, DeAndre no. Carter, uh, Humphreys. Yeah. You just can't. They're not getting you enough production, no. especially if Kyle Allen, Kyle Allen's under center. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Gibson's the only safe play when you go across the Philly. street to Philly. Just Jalen Hurts is only competent yeah, play. Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. I don't think but so. But he has went downhill for, since the last four weeks. I do think Goddard is a fine play. Um, he's kind of in that Gasicki Friar Gesicki, tier. Yeah. Um, but I do think Goddard's at least got a higher floor than those two other guys. They had the Jets last week, so the Jets just decided not to check them. Well, Minshew all. is awesome. Yeah, so you don't really know what you're going to get. This could be a, another tough one here, but we do slide into a – very healthy fantasy game for the Arizona Cardinals owners. They got the Detroit Lions, and what a day for Christian Kirk to have himself a coming-out party. He's my favorite play this week. I think he has himself a day against the Lions. I agree. I'm glad I have him in my work league because uh, I lost five in a row. I limped into the playoffs there, and with the Odell news, he's not going to play. So I got Christian Kirk on the bench waiting for him to uh, have a big game against Detroit. Chase Edmonds should be coming back. However, nah, I don't know if tough. you're playing him yet. Uh, it's the Lions, so you want to say yes. <laughs> it's James the Lions. I say no. 
if there's oh, no James Conner and Edmonds the, the running back, you you can start him. Yeah, I mean, and just a big bounce back game for Kyler. Yeah, I I think James Conner's gonna play is looking like. Um, they say he did like a little. He didn't practice today, but he's expected to do a walkthrough tomorrow. But if Edmonds is healthy, I think you. I think against the Lions, I think he's a, he's a play. I, I guess most teams, I'd say, hey, wait till you see what you get from him. But they're playing the Lions. So I feel like Edmonds has a really good chance of finding the end zone or Connor, whichever running back's back there. And if they're both healthy, I think they'll both find the end zone with no DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, the only concern you'd have is, all right, they get up early. They don't want Edmonds to get re-injured. They even don't want James Connor to get re-injured. And you just get, like, Eno Benjamin or some, you know, random guy they pulled off off the street in Detroit, off Brush Street. Yeah, uh, that that's going to be tough. Two, two touchdowns. On the Detroit side, if Swift plays, you got to play him. Uh, I'm probably not going to play Hawkinson, though. I'm not liking Hawkinson or St. Brown, despite how much we just talked about the possibility yeah. of picking up St. Brown. Pick him up does not mean start him. Don't think Maybe Jamal Williams yet. if there's no Swift. Maybe just because you're going to get 20 to 25 touches. Yeah, he's on COVID protocols. He's supposed to be off of them come Sunday, but Again, who knows? Yeah, Detroit's got, like, nobody. Yeah, so it's going to be tough. And um, Carolina-Buffalo rounds out the 1 o'clock matchup in Carolina, in Buffalo. So this could be a very cold, windy game. But... game. Do you want to apologize for Cam again? No, I'm not apologizing for, I'm not apologizing for Cam. <laughs> Man, that's tough there because, like. He has no McCaffrey, so everything has changed. You're starting DJ Moore, but you don't feel great about it. No, no, you, you got to start DJ because, you know, he's helped you out a lot this season early. But, yeah, with, with Cam and you think Walker's going to get the rest of the uh, the shares at quarterback, not a great wide receiver play. And on the other side of the ball, Stephon Diggs has been up and down, and you don't know what you're going to get out of Gabriel Davis or Sanders, depending on who shows up. Yeah, if, if, if someone's not healthy and Gabriel Davis gets a little bit of an increased role, uh, I like him, but I don't know if I like him for a fantasy playoff matchup. Maybe like a you know daily fantasy play or something like that, or a stash for you know next week or something. And then the backfield's a little questionable too. I think that scares me. Guy, but I, again, you don't know who's going to get the carries. You don't know who's going to get the goal line work. There's three running backs there. It's tough to really roll out a guy like that. Yeah, no, the backfield here scares me. A lot of one o'clock scaries, so that's how you know this is going to be a hell of a fantasy week because there's so many games of, where you don't love your matchup. So no, but a lot of four o'clock games where you got a lot of good fantasy players. Uh, starting off with Cincinnati and Denver. We talked about that Cincy offense, but it's a tough game in Denver. Denver defense altitude, is nice, but I think you're still starting your boys. You're starting Mixon, obviously, and, and Chase and T Higgins there. have done enough where you're starting them. I agree. All three of those are starts plus Joe Burrow, of course. And of course. you look at Denver, you like the running back backfield, but that is literally it. I am yeah. not touching the receivers. And, and Bridgewater has not been what he no. what we thought he was going to be. And Noah Fant, um, I think his production is due to the lack of production from Teddy Bridgewater. Um, so uh, the, the running backs, you got to love in this scenario because they could find themselves in a tight matchup. And after that, I think you stay away on Denver, kind of beware. Atlanta going to the 49ers. Uh, 49ers look hot right now. They had a great win against Cincinnati last week in Cincinnati. George Kittle is the best tight end in the league right now. (laughs) Uh, Debo Samuel is a running back. And they're probably getting Elijah Mitchell back. Yeah, Debo Samuel is literally the ATH athlete on uh, college football (laughs) when you're recruiting. That's, That's Debo Samuel. The guy does it all. If he's healthy, you play him. 
Brandon Ayuk, we talked about him a lot this year. He's finally stepping into that role. Yep. I think he could be a play. Don't need to talk about George Kittle. The running backs, though, Jeffrey Wilson has not stepped into that role like we thought he would at this, as the main guy with all the injuries surrounding him. Elijah Mitchell, if he's helped, I think you got to play him. Yeah, we hear it a lot. You know, when you get your opportunity, you really got to do something with it and, and kind of run with it. But Jeff Wilson has gotten the opportunity and unfortunately hasn't kind of taken advantage of it. And it sounds like Elijah Mitchell is going to be coming back. And that's the guy you want to start on the other side of the ball. Ooh, it's gotta be tough to try to start Kyle Pitts. Uh, Russell Gage is a guy we talked about who you kind of feel comfortable with. If it's in a deep league, three wide receivers like um, and then Cordero Patterson. Yeah, I, I like, I actually do like Russell Gage this week. Uh, I think they're going to get a lot of quarterback pressure. You're going to see a lot of Boza back there. So a lot of short throws. You might get a lot of drag routes and uh, cross routes from Russell Gage. He could have a big target game. Um, not sure if he'll find the end zone because Atlanta's not that great, but you can always count on Scordell Patterson. Oh, absolutely. He's been so good. Now, what about the next game? Seahawks at the Rams. Rams Man. coming off a huge win. Could be a letdown spot. Seahawks, two winners of two straight. Russell finally looks healthy again, uh, making throws that yeah. we know Russell Wilson's able to make. But now he gets to go play the one of the toughest defenses in football, which is not ideal for a team that struggled with an offensive line all year. But fantasy-wise, you must play the guys, DK and Ty. You got to play them both. Rashad Penny is a flex option, I believe, this week, um, even though the Rams are a good run D. They're going to have to run the ball to create for Russell Wilson. So I, I think Rashad Penny gets the volume that you're looking for, but don't expect yeah. it you saw last week. I agree. And I'm probably kind of like Zeke. I'm, I'm thinking if you had DK Metcalf, you probably didn't make the playoffs either. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Tyler Lockett's a guy you're starting. And if you have DK, you got to start him because you start your studs. I mean, DK was getting looks last week. I think he had a touchdown call back on a flag. He had a yeah. PI in the end zone. So they're definitely trying to get him more involved as they were. Uh, you know, previous weeks, they definitely want to get them involved in the offense. And then for the Rams, whichever running backs healthy, I think is the go-to guy. Sony or Henderson both have done great. Um, receivers, duh, Cooper Cup. But I, I like Van Jefferson this week. I think he's a Me good too. Especially play. Odell's out. Um, Odell's out. And if you were bit by the injury bug with your receivers, I, I think Van could be a solid spot against this Seahawks defense. That is one of the worst secondaries in football. Yeah. And I do think the Seahawks, though, are going to be able to put up points because we talked about this COVID issue going around the Rams. We don't know who they're going to have available. Is Jalen Ramsey yeah. going to be back? Are they going to be missing, you know, more starters? So it sounds like there's some issues going on in L.A. right now, uh, health wise. And hopefully, you know, we just get a good, clean game. Packers and Ravens, if Lamar Jackson suits up, this is a green light game, game week, that I absolutely does. love. Game of the week. Every everyone is a fancy option, I believe, on this game. Um, as far as the Packers, you know, you're obviously Devontae and Jones, but AJ Dillon has been a scare and he's been solid. You know, Aaron Jones is not getting the volume that you want, but he's such a consistent play in the red zone. You know that they need him. I think that they kind of just play him based off the score. Yeah, we saw you know Aaron Jones score two last week, one in the air, one on the ground, but. He didn't get the volume that you kind of want. Dylan's vulturing those carries and kind of doing the the dirty work and then bringing in Aaron Jones to score the touchdown. So it's tough to start either of those guys. If one of them sits out, you know, you yeah. obviously feel better starting them. But no Marlon Humphrey on the on the Ravens after he got injured. I think Aaron Rodgers might might try to tear this secondary up. Got a tough start sit question for you. Who you like, Clyde Clyde Edwards or Aaron Jones? Man, that's tough. Ooh. Um 
I don't know. Uh, I would probably lean towards Aaron Jones just because of that offense. Yeah. And like we talked about Thursday night, uh, they're always ugly games. Thursday night games can be low scoring. There's a lot of injuries. So I think you try to get more people involved. You know, you get Darrell Williams some carries and Clyde's going to split some carries. So I'd probably lean towards Aaron Jones in that one. I agree. I agree. Your boy ends off the, the 4 p.m. matchups, the Bucks and the Saints. Sorry. Uh, Sunday night. Sunday night. Sunday yes, night. Sir. Brady Saints prime time. Uh, one, one thing you got to monitor, though, Mike Evans, Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore has kind of had Mike Evans' number in his career. Yeah. They've played, I think, seven, eight times, and Lattimore's gotten the best of him most of those times. We saw it earlier Perfect. in the year this year. So I think it's Chris a good big Chris Godwin game. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. I hope he sits down on him. Huge Chris Godwin day. Uh, the guy's been receiving 10 targets a game the last three weeks. Guy's a must play. You love Gronk, what he's been giving you. For Tutty Lenny, you got to play him. Yep. And then for the Saints, it gets scary. You know, Tomorrow, Taysom Hill. Do you play Taysom? I think you can play Taysom Hill in a two-quarterback league. Um, he, he's going to run for a touchdown. I'm sure yeah. of it. 100%. Uh, <laughs> but it's I don't know. Besides him and Kamara, I don't know where else you can go. No, I don't know either. And it's so weird because I've never seen a quarterback be, you know, so below average in the actual NFL, but be so good fantasy wise. Like, Jason Hill is not an NFL quarterback, but he no. is a QB1 in fantasy. Yeah, he, he's been so efficient. His running game really opens up for fantasy owners. I mean, Jalen Hurts was the QB1 in fantasy football, and he's not right. even a top 15 quarterback in football. And people so. are still worried about him throwing the ball. People are worried if he's going to be the quarterback next season. He's a QB1 in fantasy this year. So I, I love it. Um, it's going to be a good Sunday night game. You don't go against Brady in, uh, in prime time. I think he is been QB1 all season, and you start him this game. I don't care who your other quarterback option is. MVP. I mean, I've, I've had a league where it's a one-quarterback league. I've had Kyler and Tom Brady, and it's every week I've kind of asked myself, who do I start? Because, you know, you get that kind of extra element with Kyler with his legs, but Brady's yeah. just so good, man. They're throwing the ball so well. I got Brady and Jalen Hurts. I got Brady and Hurts, and I can't play Hurts because Brady's yeah. Brady. No, you you um, can't trust it. You're, you're riding with the GOAT. Monday Night Football. Sorry, NFC North Divisional play. I don't know how hey, Why did they give this. the Bears two primetime games in a row? I can't believe Nagy got two primetimes in a row. They got the Vikings. You love Dalvin Cook this game. You love uh, Jeff Justin Jefferson. Whichever is healthy, if Thielen's healthy, you'd like to play. But if not, go ahead. What up, KJ Osborne? And Kirk's probably a good play, too, I think, this week. Yeah. And for the Bears, you got Montgomery. Darnell Mooney's really gone down. Need a stretch in the flex spot, but I'm not loving the Mooney play. I know people have been, like I said, DeAndre Hopkins was a hurt. So Mooney could be your fourth receiver, possibly. So I'm sorry. You might have to play him at the flex spot. Right. Sorry, I, mean, I do I do me. like Fields this week though. I think he showed, you know, a little bit something uh in that Green Bay game. They're definitely getting him, you know, outside the pocket a little bit more, getting him involved with his legs. So I think Fields is a pretty good quarterback option, two quarterbacks for sure. Uh depending yeah. on your options, like Derek Carr or Justin Fields. I think Derek Carr. Derek Carr's been more consistent, is the only reason I, I say that. Fields and I don't I trust like. I don't trust coach in Chicago yeah. you know that's really no, I, an issue I, for I, me. I, I, so the play selection could play selection can literally ruin that entire thing for you and now you're sick on a Monday night when Justin Fields gave you eight points 
Absolutely. I need a, I need a big Montgomery game. So hopefully, hopefully he gets in and we see the Montgomery of 2020 that won people playoffs uh, last year. Man, Cleese of the week this week. Got to wrap it up for these guys. We saw so many great ones, so many great ones, but got a little fan submission here. Let's hear it. Well, I I don't remember what Jalen had, but I found Josh Jacobs had a Virgil uh, off-white Louis Vuitton shout-out cleats. So got to give him his credit there because those cleats were awesome. RIP Virgil. But yeah, yeah. Jalen Singleton, our boy, came out with uh, some cleats of the week. Yeah, from uh, my it was the Minnesota Vikings, Kane Nuaga. I'm going to yes. baffle that, ruin that last name. My apologies. But he came out with the uh, ASAN cleats, the uh, Autistic Self-Advocacy Network cleats. Um, beautiful colors. Check them out. You know, great cause for the My Claws, My, my, claws, my Cleats this week. Um, Got to go with the fan submission, winner. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, hey, if you're in the playoffs, congratulations. Best All you luck. needed was a chance. And uh, now's the time to make your money. Yes, big money on the board here. Hopefully you guys have a great week. I hope no games get canceled for the COVID protocols and we get all the matchups in. And best of luck to all the fancy owners out there, man. Only two more weeks left. Hopefully we'll see you next week uh, in the semifinals. But I'm finally here Follow me here Cause trust me It's no time to be square And if you really did trust me Then you would solemnly swear To pop a bottle For every band And I fly in the air